welcome to the Two World Podcast, where you can hear thoughts and reflections on unique intersections between faith and culture. Tune in regularly for this foray into feelings of surprise and interconnectedness and aha moments in life when two worlds come together. Now join your hosts, Barney and Jacob, for this most recent episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Two World Podcast. And today we are happy that and excited to start on our third season. And of course, I am uh, one of your co-hosts, and I am Barney. And uh, with me here is my other co-host, and he is... Jacob! And over the past um, full, I guess, two full years um, and, and a bit, uh, Jacob and I have... Uh, had the chance to sit down together and with other guests and with um, repeat guests and kind of um, unofficial co-hosts and um, talk about a number of issues on a number of topics and just kind of see how we are led by the flow of the conversation and the spirit to um, discuss uh, various topics in interesting ways, I think. And I guess over more than 70 episodes now, um, we are thankful that you have um, welcomed us into your viewing space or listening space. And um, we're so glad that you have stuck with us and hope that you've been learning a lot uh, along the way and thinking about a lot of things along the way too. And uh, today we want to do one of one of the things I always look forward to, um, kind of a reflection episode, kind of looking back um, at least on our second year, our second season together as we're getting ready to start season three and, and maybe even a little bit further back um, so we've, we've prepared some things to talk about, and we also thought that we'd just kind of see how things go, and we might have a little bit of a fun little um, activity together here today, too, um, later on in the show. Um, but I guess maybe a good way to start would be thinking of some of our um, favorite shows that we've had over the last year. And um, I was... I guess our, our last season, our second season started off with a show that we did with Lee Matzos. And um, I don't know what it was about that show, but I really, really liked that show. And um, it was definitely one of my top, top choices of shows that was fun to listen to and um, fun to hear um, from our guests in that episode. And um I wonder maybe as I talk about this, I, I wonder if it was one of our very more personal episodes. Um, I felt that that Lee was um, uh, it was it was intimate in a way that that Lee and Jacob were in the same room together when we recorded, and then it was also very intimate in a way that Lee uh, really opened up. I think to everyone, um, to us and to you and me and, and everyone listening, he really um, had a, a true journey that he had had been on and is still going on and um, sharing that with us, I thought was just uh, a real meaningful episode. And I really appreciated um, that one. I thought that it was a, um, a very, I was glad that we got it. The timing was right um, for his concert that was coming up. I'm glad we got that in, but I thought it was just a great way to start off the season. Um, how about for yourself, Jacob, did you want to um, comment on that episode too and or share us, share with you, us, um, some of the episodes that, that stuck out from the past season. Yes, I would love to comment on that episode. It's interesting you mentioned that one because it was just almost exactly a year ago 
that we recorded that episode with Lee almost to the day um, that we recorded that with him. And that was leading up to a concert he was putting on at Worcester Mennonite Church, which itself, uh, even the preparation and the lead up to that concert had a lot of, of meaning and purpose and richness in its own right. And so to have Leon and to share his story of recovering from multiple concussions and coming through a period of grief and loss, mourning the passing of his mother and grandmother. And then in the midst of all of that, to have the songs that came to him almost as if he, he felt like inspired, like gifts from God that came to him, just flow. The music just flowed and he was writing it down. Um, and then for him to be able to talk about that music and then perform it just a little bit after that podcast that we recorded, it felt very powerful. And since I had had the chance to walk alongside Lee during that period of when, um, before our podcast for multiple months as he was getting ready for the concert. And, um, and then um, since then, I actually wrote Lee an email yesterday about that mm. podcast because I was mm -hmm. thinking about getting ready for today. I, I was thinking and about he's written you back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, just where the past year has taken him and mm. how his journey continued beyond where we talked with him. And so believe it or not, it's like full cycle. There is another concert coming up um, a week from today in Hello. the Rialto Theater, um, which is in Akron, I believe. And it is a concert that's celebrating the release of his, the first part of his album that he recorded at Plaid Dog Studios through a crowdfunding campaign. And wow. so, um, yeah, in the intervening year, he was able to get backers and go and record at the studio. And and um, he's already put out some music through streaming platforms, but um, this upcoming Friday is going to actually celebrate the, the launch of that first part of his album, which is a collection of songs. Wow. And then it will be on streaming wow. platforms. There's even a physical CD that he's selling and um, that his backers would get if they selected that when they backed him. And so... Um, anyway, it's so interesting that here we are a year later and his journey's <laughs> continued. And so I shot him an email just saying like, you know, and I took a few quotes from our interview to, um, from last year. And I said, you know, I wonder how much of this can you still relate to now a year uh -huh. later, how much of it remains the same, how much of it has you know, changed or gone deeper. And he wrote me back and he said, you know, it's good to be reminded of the mm. meaning from last year's interview of, of where he was in his journey. And he says, I still need to hear those same messages that I was sharing back then uh, today, because as you continue to grow as a person and face, face new challenges and situations, you still need to remember wh where you were, the ground you've covered and the wisdom that you had in the past and bring it with you into the present. So it was really nice to hear back from him. And yeah, I agree. That was by far one of the, the highlights of, this past season um, mm. for our podcast, for sure. So thanks for bringing that up. Mm -hmm. an, an episode that I was thinking of that mm -hmm. was kind of an unexpected surprise, but ended up being a highlight. And one of my favorite episodes was the one that we recorded about our grandparents. Oh, and yeah. It was so interesting because we, we each had some, some photos to share. And I think you had one of your grandfather on his tractor you know, if I'm remembering correctly. And then I had uh -huh. one of my grandmother with her kindergarten um, class 
and or maybe it was her um, daycare class, one of the two. Mm -hmm. And it was just so fascinating to to share our stories together and then to start to like get inspired as we did that. I loved hearing how you shared about how your grandfather would sing and he knew all mm. the words to these different hymns and how that was an inspiration to you and your faith. And, and I never knew that. And I liked hearing that. And then I was able to share with you about how the 12 step program was so powerful yeah. for my grandfather on my mom's side and, and meaningful. And so I felt like that episode was also very personal and it is to this day, um, the most viewed of all of our wow. videos. So, wow. which also surprised me. I remember I was going to pick up uh, curry, <laughs> the curry pot um, and some other Indian food. And I just was waiting for a few minutes before going in because they schedule certain times when you pick up. And then I mm -hmm. looked at our podcast and I saw like all the views for that episode. I was like, what? <laughs> that was, it was much more than I'm that, than I um, was used to seeing. And I was like, wow, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. was just, it must have maybe for certain people just mm. struck a chord with their own experience or as they thought mm -hmm. of their grandparents. But yeah, that was definitely a highlight for me. Yeah. I like how that one came about too. that topic. Cause we weren't, we weren't necessarily thinking of doing that one. And I think we mentioned how it was inspired by um, the, the, the kind of Japanese, probably Asian observance um, holiday. Mm -hmm. That's also in September of um, being respectful of, of the, um, the elders around you. And yeah, it, um, when you were talking, it makes me think of an episode in the other podcast that I do with Sean um, that we did in our first season about um, uh, family trees. Uh -huh. And um, Sean is very, very interested in gene genealogy just out of that, just out of um, in personal interest, you know, and um, putting together all the different stories that he has from from his different um, branches of his family. And, and he also mentioned at the conclusion of that episode how um, a, a lot of us for sure maybe don't spend a lot of time um, with the elder, the elders in our family, you know, the older generations and, and probably don't even spend a whole lot of time, you know, giving much thought to it. But that episode that you and I did together really brought home that notion of how very valuable it is to think about um, the time that we've, we've spent, the ways we've been impacted, the lessons that we gleaned or kind of overheard in a way, you know, they weren't intended necessarily for us, but we picked up on what was happening and, and brought home a lot of real good wisdom that um, has stuck with us. And I, I think for, for me, myself for sure, and probably you as well, like it inspires us to in how we are and what we do and say with raising our own kids and uh, the relationships around us. And um, it's just so, it, you're right. It was, um, it wasn't anything special that episode, but it truly must have struck a chord with a lot of people that, um, that they wanted to tune in for that one. That's really fun to, to know. Yes, I agree. Yes. It, is also kind of interesting to think about the guests that we were able to have on our show. We already mentioned Lee, but mm -hmm. I was hoping that we could mention a few others and some of mm -hmm. the time that we were able to spend with them. If that's okay. So oh, um, yeah. you mentioned your other podcast with Sean. It was mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. really meaningful to have him on to yeah. talk about the journey of grief. And he has recently 
uh, lost his father and, um, you know, I had lost my parents. You, you've lost, um, you had lost your mom recently. Mm -hmm. And so the three of us could compare our experiences, um, share our stories, comfort one another, learn from one another. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was a very powerful episode. And, um, it's interesting because I listen to your other podcasts and follow you regularly there. And we have done some crossover episodes with Sean before, but that episode, when he came on our show, I just really appreciated the depth um, oh, we were yeah. able to get to in the conversation because I don't know, that was a very special, I'm just really impressed and blessed with the the connection we had in that time and how deep we were able to go together with that. So that was kind of a lot to me. Yeah, I, I really appreciated that too. It was very, very helpful for me at the time where I was in my life as well, in my walk with grief. And and I I loved that um it felt like we it felt like Sean was a real genuine guest at that time. You know, he he is our friend and we know him well and um, you know, we we know his personality, but that time he, it really seemed like he let all of that go away and he really engaged himself with um, the topic because he really had a lot of great insight to share. And I'm so glad that he was willing to, to unpack that and be real genuine with us. Um, and, and felt like it was really a, a nice thing, I think for him to go through as well. He, he asked, um, a- afterward, he really liked to, he followed up and asked how the episode was received, you know, you know, he was really thought, you know, um, yes. h- how did we feel Sorry. about it? You know? Yeah. And it's our it second was, most viewed episode well, after the one yeah. on grandparents. So. I know. Yeah. I'll have to let him know. Yeah. I mean, oh. I think that also resonated with people. Again, it's another mm-hmm. one that it just, I think a lot of people have that experience. And so it's a topic that is very accessible and really a universal topic that I mm-hmm. think many, mm-hmm. many people can yeah. relate to. So I'm grateful. Yeah. I, I remember in part of, Sean's sharing how he talked about doing things remotely and trying Mm. to offer support while being far away. And, um, that was, you know, that was hard to hear, like for somebody who wants to be there to support family, but, but can't. And, you know, for part of it, you know, COVID interfered and you just Mm. couldn't do certain things. You couldn't travel. Um, but then just the distance of where he's living, where his mom's living and trying to, to step in and fill that role, being a, be um, a caregiver and help his mom. So it was inspiring to hear how there were breakthroughs for him mm-hmm. and ways that he did get things done and, and, and good things that did happen and um, lessons and connections. Um, the time that his mom uh, accidentally, no, maybe it was his aunt. His aunt accidentally called him by his father's name. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was so special. And the connection that he felt with his dad in that moment when that happened and the connection he felt with her. And I think were his children able to meet her or I felt like there was some connection. They met, they met some family members that was, yeah. it was very meaningful for Sean. So yeah. That oh was yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His aunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, moments there. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, which this draws me to, uh, a point that we were kind yeah. of talking about before the show began. And that is that um, like, there's a certain power in storytelling. Mm-hmm. I think 
and reflecting on people's lived experiences, it's more than just something that entertains us. I think it's something that reveals meaning and beauty in in our lives and helps us grow. And so I feel like that's a very important thing in our podcast that we're trying to do to make space for people to share their stories, to celebrate them, to be there in the moment when they name something or reveal something and say, that is beautiful. That is good. We can learn from that. Um, even to let at times the stories challenge us, um, so we can grow. And so I hope that's something that our audience can enter into as well as they hear these stories, that it can be something that inspires and brings beauty in, into their lives and growth. And that can be still an ongoing thing, even as we move forward in the future episodes and future seasons, that that would be one of those threads that goes throughout the, the power of, of storytelling and the lived yeah. sharing lived experience. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that makes me actually my, um, thoughts, my kind of eyesight, eyeline sight had gone to that question as well. Um, thinking about other guests, especially since we've had guests and personal stories. And I feel like we've had a lot of, um, you know, like a lot of unexpected, you know, really moving of the spirit in people's lives that we've heard from, from Michael Ludwig's story to, yes. um, Brendan's story to, um, um, a number of the guests that we've had and then thinking of um storytelling kind of in in i want to say literal way but at, at the same time i mean it more abstractly um i think about the kind of series that we had with um um when we were looking at the um the art installation of the door and mm. uh jen um Klingbong. Kim that Bum, was our yes. guest, Kim Bum, Kim Bum, that was our guest. And, um, you know, she, the story that she was telling with her art installation, but then the fact that it was an art installation, um, the, the open interpretation that went with that story, which I thought was really neat how we connected kind of episode one, episode two that went together, um, where we were talking with her and hearing the whole journey that she went through. And then as you and I kind of, um, saw how it spoke to us. And um, I don't know, did you um, hear um, uh, other people from church or from the conferences or just here and there who saw the, um, uh, the art installation and heard ki any kind of interpretation that they took away from it? Yes, um, for sure. I know that while we did the podcast at the same time, our church was going through a series called doors where we had the art installation that she created at the front of our sanctuary. And we would refer to it each week as we went through that series, looking at different important doors in the Bible and reflecting on what they meant in each of those stories and how they can inspire us today as we think of doors. And um, so people who were responding after church and sometimes people would come up or share with me how like they loved the way that Jen in her art installation captured the idea that a door um, is full with the idea of potential. It can open, it can extend an, a space where people can come in for hospitality. Um, 
at times, you know, the door closes and it can give us a sense of, of security. Like we're, we're inside and, and cozy. Um, but then we have to watch out because sometimes the door closing can be a sign of exclusion and holding other people out. And so at different times in the series, people would come up to me after the service and say, I'm really glad we're doing this series. I'm really glad that we have Jen's art up front, the door that she created. And I think that of all the series I've done in recent memory, that's one of the ones where we got the most positive affirmation and feedback for doing the series and the visual that was up front. And it just seemed to really resonate with people because doors are part of everyday life. We see them all the time. So we're familiar with the concept and the function of a door, but then kind of looking at it from a different point of view and, and exploring the idea of the door metaphorically and how it relates to our faith. And I think that really got people thinking. So yes, to answer your question, I did have lots of people responding and um, it was, it was a good thing. And um, mm. so I was so glad we were able to tie in with that conversation from church in our podcast, because then that just broadened the audience that could think about it and enter into that. So for sure. Um, so as, as we think about um, the guests that we had, and, you know, we want to think about how we, we learn from their perspectives and listen to them. Um, I guess I'm kind of wondering what, were, were there certain things that our guests said that touched you the most that spoke to certain needs that you have in your life, or maybe that, that challenged something that you thought, uh, or your perspective. I'm just kind of wondering, as we think of those conversations, what were some of your takeaways and while you're thinking about that, mm -hmm. I just want to give an example. Yeah. Um, so when we had Molly Sponsler on, mm -hmm. um, she was so um, open and 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 vulnerable and willing to share her journey, which um, was so appreciated. I, I really valued that time with her and the journey that she's been on with her family, moving to Germany, and they essentially moved right as the pandemic was um, unfolding yeah. the very early um, weeks, just as it, we were becoming aware of it. And so they arrived and then promptly everything shut down around them and, and they just entered this new community. And so her, a lot of her story was about kind of struggling and trying to find her way while being isolated. And um, so I think, you know, as we were talking that is an uncomfortable space to, to reflect on. That's an uncomfortable experience. But I was really inspired by um, the resilience that Molly had to kind of keep seeking after um, connection for herself, uh, for her kids, um, kind of trying again um, and just having a hope that mm. um, they could, that they could move forward, that, God would be with them, that there could, that they would get through, that there would be a provision. And that was really inspiring for me to hear. And so that would be an exa example from mm -hmm. my end of a time. Mm -hmm. of, like we heard a story that took us in through a place that was uncomfortable, like for our guest, but left us with a really inspiring message. And um, I just really valued that from Molly. So is, is there something that um, stands out to you? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, f first, if I can just say a few words on that, sure. I, I can, I, I think there was a, a really, I, I, in her case, that was the un uncomfort, the being out of her comfort zone and the discomfort was really expansive through that episode in the fact as she's so gregarious and outgoing. And here she finds herself, she says, in Bavaria, where kind of uh, some kind of cultural trend is to be more reserved amongst the people there. Yes. And I felt that as I think about it, um, you know, that could have gone either way as she did. She did say many times how she smiles and waves and is friendly as much as she can and, and set people off balance a bit at times. Um, initially, I wonder if that helped her to sc scratch deeper into the surface. Um, maybe more faster than what a typical person who would try to maybe adjust, um, who not knowing the culture, but trying their best to um, assimilate to the culture might yes. not have been able to make that much progress as she did as, although she was trying to assimilate, she was also exerting a little bit of who she was and just who she is as a person kind of broke down the doors a little bit, you know, kind of made people feel a little bit at ease knowing that um, she's just a bright, wonderful, charming person. And um, it's okay to be a little bit more open with her. And, um, but yeah, I mean, the whole time, the, the whole beginning of her experience there, things were just very tough. And she was really in an uncomfortable place for a while, I think. That's um, very true. That's a really mm -hmm. good point, Barney. I'm glad you mentioned that. And there were a few moments when she was talking about trying to make connect trying to find connection with others. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, we're trying to be present where we are, that they were trying to um, not just go through the motions or bide their time while they were in Germany, but actually to be present and engaged and all in, you know? And yeah. she also oh, yeah. said um, that they, she said, um, and I'm just going to quote her here. Cause I, I went through and got a few quotes um, recently from some of her episodes. And this is one that I was thinking about. She said, like we learned so much about contentment that first year. Mm -hmm. um, we learned to really do without some things, she said. And, and that was that first year with the lockdown with COVID. And it's just so inspiring, like how engaged and present she and her family were. And in the time when there wasn't really much to do, they sought to find contentment in that even. And that was just very um, mature and inspiring. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that. And mm -hmm. um, were there other thoughts that you had from other episodes or guests related to that that question of of things that touched you or spoke to deeper needs that you feel or challenge your perspective? Yeah, um, I I um, uh, in in I I thought that Michael Ludwig um, uh, he really opened up kind of my idea and thought of what it, what missionary, mm. a missionary's um, um, work is these days and the perspective yes. that they take. Um, and it was very interesting to hear how they are approaching going about that and, and kind of the, 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 um, the outline, the path that they have to their goal is, um, has really shifted in what maybe people missionaries in the same area may have thought that the path to the goal was, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. And it was 
I, I had, I, I mean, I haven't been keeping up too much, but I didn't realize that that is um, probably a, a trend that's happening in other mm. um, mission fields too. And that was so neat to hear um, his story, how he got involved, you know, sadly that they had to leave, but then hopefully that they're hoping to get back um, again or, or still remain involved. And, and it's another way that kind of COVID had upset things, but mm -hmm. then that um, we can see God working in people's lives despite that and, and kind of taking things on a different path and a different way and, and still bringing about a lot of good through that. Um, I saw that in his story. And then um, I saw a lot of similarities with my story and my journey um, with uh, the episode that we had Brendan on as a guest. And, and I think I, I was looking through our list of episodes um, and the runtime, and I saw that that one was a little bit longer runtime because I think Brendan and I had a lot of back and forth because we saw a lot of um, similarities in our journeys that had taken us to different parts of Asia. And um, that was um, interesting to see, kind of see a little bit of my journey in a way from someone else's perspective uh, based on similarities that we shared. And I thought that was um, uh, in really interesting to, to be able to work through that with um, you and Brendan um, together in, in, at that time. Yeah, um, thanks. I agree. I Both of those uh, were definitely special episodes for me too and had unique um, points of, of focus and challenge. Like, uh, like going back to Michael Ludwig's just for a minute. Yes, like as you said, he really talked a lot about the, having a posture of humility and um, foreign missions has a very um, um, complicated and in many ways lamentable legacy in Africa and in other places around the world where um, missionaries came in and essentially brought Western culture and tried to impose Western ideas and ways of doing things in the church and didn't permit space for there to be local expressions of Christian faith and life. And um, so he talked a lot about this idea of, of, of having a posture of humility. And I really like that having a learning posture. Um, and he had this quote, um, he said, Oh, I took, I took some of these positions of power for granted. Um, and I thought that's interesting. Like when he came in, he like, didn't realize all the ways in which um, he came with certain resources and certain things available to him that were an unconscious level. And then as he got to serving in the context and then came back to the States and then returned for a visit, and then he had even more insight, you know, and, and so his own kind of introspection and opening that up in that episode was good. And then his struggle, he said too, when people talk about Africa as a monolithic place and African culture is a monolithic thing. And for him to try to explain like Niger where he was and the local culture there is, is a particular unique culture among many. And so I guess maybe even helping us um, it, and maybe our audience in the podcast to realize like, as we talk about um, Africa and, and um, other countries, just to realize the nuance that's there not to, to paint with too broad of a brush. And that was another helpful insight he brought for sure. Um, and then, yes, you're right. I think the episode with Brendan was so special because you had both 
been in middle school together. And, and also, did you do high school as well? Or was it just middle school? Um, I think high school as well. Yeah. High school. Okay. Yeah. And so he, yeah, there was a lot of catching up. And then mm -hmm. I think, you know, we were trying to interview him, but I, and I think he told me this after the yeah. episode, he's like, sorry, Jacob. Um, I asked so many questions of Barney, but I think in a <laughs> sense, he was trying to interview you about mm -hmm. Japan. Cause he was so fascinated yeah. as you know, we'd ask a question about his experience. And then he quickly wanted to shift. Well, how does that play out in Japan? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, that was a rich conversation and there were a lot of great connections, but like you said, it made for a longer episode, <laughs> but, but it, yeah, it was, it was really interesting though. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And Myanmar, and then I think you understood some things about his cultural context already too. So there were just some really interesting points of connection there. Right. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah. Thanks. I, I like those examples for sure. Um, were there anything any episodes this year or topics we touched on that you kind of hoped, boy, I would love for our listeners to hear this part of it, particularly, and go away with a deeper sense of something in this area, you know, like a deeper sense, of, a deeper understanding for them or of this mm -hmm. topic in general. And I was kind of wondering if, if any, any episode really spoke on that level for you that you felt like this is a message people need to hear or that I would love for people to hear. Yeah, boy, that's, that's a great um, question. And as I, as I look back through the um, titles and the different episodes that we did, um, you know, there were really so many different topics that we covered in that were so neat and interesting. Um, I, th I think maybe as I'm looking here, maybe two things that I can think of and in a way they're kind of connected. Um, I, I liked when we talked with one another about, um, about our careers, about our vocations. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that really, um, really helped to, to, um, open up what it is to be a pastor, I thought, and, and, and probably what it is to be a teacher. Um, but I thought, yeah, that's something that probably a lot of people don't know, but probably a lot of people assume that they know um, what it is that, that teachers and pastors do and um, how it is that they get ready and how they manage classes and, um, you know, sermons and, and um, pastoral care and things like that. And I think that that was really another way of, you know, peeking behind the door and, you know, to see um, um, really this kind of fresh, um, point of view kind of, a, I don't want to say raw, but, you know, like an unfiltered, you know, way yes. to look into what it is um, to do these vocations. And I, I thought like maybe some that kind of connected with that and something that um, people could really gain some, some insight from, and I think maybe give challenge them to think about a little bit more was the mentorship episode that, mm. uh, that we did um, that helped me to see the various points of, um, points of view or the various different directions mentoring can take. And, and it's, I think that maybe we've had, because of COVID, maybe we, it's been harder to kind of re kind of engage in this kind of relationship um, of late. And I, I wonder if, if, um, if um, people have kind of forgotten about this kind of art of, of having mentors and protégés and whatnot. And I, and I think that that would be something for people to kind of re-engage and see 
in their lives how maybe they're being mentored or see any opportunities that maybe they have to kind of step out of their of their comfort zone and um, kind of find a way to in, ask someone if maybe they need a little bit of guidance and maybe it's something that they could provide um, in a certain area. Um, and I think that that I know from my personal experience, um, having someone just give me that little snippet of advice um, here and there as kind of a jumping off point and me realizing, oh, wow, I really need to kind of spend more time with this person and kind of this informal, you know, um, you know, natural mentoring relationship is formed. And it's very, very um, helpful in, in a lot of ways for seeing um, person be mentored, seeing uh, different sides of their lives and what they're doing and the person mentoring, even seeing um, different points of views, looking at things differently and expressing things differently um, in their lives through teaching. And I hope that, that a lot of people are, are thinking about that more and more from, from that episode. Yes, I, I agree 100%. Um, I really wanted for that episode for people to go away with a sense that, number one, um, to be thankful for the people in our life who have been like mentors to us, um, who have come alongside us. And the second part for people to go away with a willingness to think about who could they come alongside and extend that same support to. Um, we don't always think about it from that angle, but there are a lot of people out there and in our lives who would really benefit from us taking interest in them um, and showing that we care even more um, intently and, and directly. So um, 100%, I agree. That episode was very meaningful. And I really wanted that message to come through. Um, I think as I look back over this year, thinking about the episode with Lee, thinking about the episode with Sean, and then another episode that we did um, called um, Lost and Found. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, that one, uh, I was able to share with you about a CD that I discovered of my mom teaching yeah. at her church. And that fit right into those other episodes I just mentioned about this thread of, of um, encouraging people in the midst of their grief that um, there can be healing and growth and that they can come through it on the other side, being more whole as a person and um, healthy as a person. Mm -hmm. And so that's something I really wanted our audience to hear from those episodes that, that grief, though it's intense and overwhelming and each person has a different experience of it at the same time, there's great potential there for um, change and transformation and, and um, personal growth and um, newness and renewal and that it, we can get through it um, with God's help and with other people coming alongside us. And so I was really hoping that would come through. And I think that was a big theme this year for me. And then um, another theme that's a little bit more subtle is um, about being present and mindful of the simple joys of everyday life. Um, we had a lot of episodes that touch on that. Um, just small things like we had a gifts of gratitude episode. We've had episodes where we talked about breakfast and about mm -hmm. coffee mm -hmm. and just lots of um, daily simple experiences mm. that um, 
are often shared in relationship with family and friends that um, if you're not, if we're not looking and being mindful, um, we can take them for granted or they, they wash past us and we don't have um, any real sense of gratitude for them. But I was really hoping this year that as we highlight some of those that would help people kind of savor and enjoy the simple joys and, and pleasures and experiences in their own life that they can share with their loved ones. So that was another theme that mm -hmm. I was really hoping would come through. Yeah, I really appreciated um, of, of the different themes that we've had. I, I really think that one thing that um, we key in on, and I don't think it's intentional, I just think that um, through our conversations and through um, th thinking about these everyday kind of things that, yeah, we really are able to kind of tease out meaning and beauty in these everyday experiences um, and um, see them as um, these free gifts, but also as luxuries in a way, like um, even thinking about the episode that we did about smells mm, and, um, yes. you know, <laughs> it's, it's so easy to, um, you know, as it's, as it's an action that we do all the time, you know, it's so easy to think, oh, wow, the fresh bread smells great. Oh, that's nice. Now what do I need to do? You know, or, um, wow, these flowers are so nice. Wow. They smell great. You know, that's nice. Now what do I need to do? But, um, thinking of it as, um, you know, the emotions that they evoke, the memories that they bring, give to us and the ways that we, um, hear how other people think about smells, you know, or they see the same smell or, um, and, and how those looking at these everyday things like coffee and breakfast, how it leads to a springboard of, um, I think myself for sure. And probably you as well, appreciating them. A little bit more and um engaging the people around us to to like our family to look at these things too and see how they appreciate them um a little bit more too and um yeah i think i think especially breakfast um i found it was when i was home in ohio this past summer it was such a it's uh such a very wonderful time for me as um at the beginning it was my family and my dad. And then the second half of my visit was um, my family and my dad and my sister and her family. And um, it made me realize that, yeah, this really kind of shows us why it's the most important meal of the day. Mm. And not just because of the, um, the caloric sustenance, but um, the sustenance of the people that you have the chance to share it with when you have the chance to, to sit down um, together mm. and and I, I, I like that we get to talk about these um, tiny little kind of micro, you know, microscopic view of, of certain topics and finding the, the, the meaning and really the beauty in them. I really, I, I really um, like that and look forward to that um, with this podcast. Me too, Barney. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, I'm kind of wondering would this be an okay time for me to share some quotes with you from our past episodes and then okay. maybe challenge you to guess who you think said the <laughs> quote and we can okay. test your knowledge of our, our, our body of, of conversation oh, here yeah, and, right, and see, yeah. you know, what stands out to you. And um, mm -hmm. I don't have um, 
sounds pre-selected no, for a no, right or wrong answer, but ever, you know, ever, we can yeah. just um, give it a shot as we go okay. here. So um, does that sound good? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm ready to take a step at this. All right, great. Here's our first quote. I think we actually need the dark times to become the best version of ourselves. Yeah, when I, um, th that was, I, I tried, when I knew that we were going to do this, I, I um, tried not to look at any of the other quotes, but I looked at that quote and I, I wondered if, if that one was from Lee Matson's? Yes, you're right. Okay. Yes, and um, specifically the, um, that experience of, of, of having the concussions and, and that was kind of coinciding with the journey of grief of losing his mom. And that also overlapping mm -hmm. with COVID all like this combination of hard things. And, um, and those are the dark times, you know, I think mm -hmm. he's talking mm -hmm. about and mm -hmm. that helped him grow and discover the, the music that he would go on to write and um, mm -hmm. share with others. So yes, very yeah. good. Okay. Good job, Barney. Uh, one for one so far. All so, right. Yeah. Yeah. Good, strong start. Okay. Yeah. Um, next quote. Um, slowly, slowly doesn't keep you from reaching your destination, but it does keep you from getting there at the right time. I I think that this one stuck with me and I, I hope I'm getting it right because I think that this was some advice that someone gave to Michael Ludwig. Is that right? Yes. Uh, yes. You are right. Good job. Uh -huh. Ding, 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 ding. Um, yes, Michael <laughs> said that um, when he was in Niger, he really appreciated the proverbs that were common mm -hmm. in um, mm -hmm. just regular daily life. And this was one of the ones that really stuck with him. And the way he said it would work is that one person would say, slowly, slowly doesn't keep you from reaching your destination. And then the second person would know to respond, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it does yeah, keep you from getting there at the right time. So it was just kind <laughs> right. of a little inside um, yeah. understanding that this, this proverb um, involves both people. Um, and it kind of gets at the idea of not to be too rushed in life. You, you might be punctual if you're rushing around doing things, but at the same time, it could be, you could miss something or mm. could be unduly stressed out or unhealthy. I think that's the wisdom of the proverb um, mm -hmm. that, as he was mm -hmm. explaining it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next quote. I had to learn to fail graciously and pick myself up and keep trying. Oh boy. This is a tricky one. I, I wonder if this is, this sounds like something that someone from Worcester Mennonite might say. I'm not sure if it was Jen or if it was, Molly, but for some reason, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't know how close I am. Well, um, you are correct. It's one of those two people. Oh, <laughs> so um, you're definitely right. You've narrowed it down um, yeah. to, to two, and it's one of those two. Huh. Is, is it Jen? It is not. It is Molly. It was Molly. Um, and okay. she would go on to say after that quote, um, she would talk about kind of like uh, faux pas and say like, oh. you know, I, I try to pick myself back up even when, you know, I accidentally commit mm. a faux pas or, mm -hmm. um, but just to keep trying. And like you said, mm -hmm. um, to make effort to smile and to keep reaching out to people. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Such a good approach, healthy approach to life. Um, all right. Thank you. Um, okay. This next one, this is a really solid quote. It's definitely yeah. a quotable quote. Um, <laughs> uh, so much 
of who you are is how you have served others. Oh, okay. Um, I wonder if this is from the mentoring episode. And um, is it the guy that you, um, I don't think it was your, um, your, the professor who coached you through, or who, who, um, who saw your PhD program, but I wonder if it's the guy who you took the picture of with at the statue, like you and he both took um, a in Bluffton. That person's name was uh, Marvin Lorenzana, and he did the uh, yeah. missional discipleship initiative mm-hmm. um, for Mennonite mm-hmm. Mission Network. Um, yeah. It's not Marvin, and and my um, doctoral advisor was Amos Young. Amos um, Young, and, uh-huh. and it wasn't Amos. It was um, actually from a different episode, but those are good guesses. Okay. Yeah, I could see either one of them saying that. They're Um, fitting in there. Yes. Oh, yeah, that I'm not sure. Okay. Um, It was the episode we did with Ralph Reinford when he talked about his service experience. And then this was one of his reflections, kind of looking back on his years of ministry, thinking about the different service work that he had done. And that's when he gave Mm -hmm. that quote. Mm -hmm. Um, So much of who you are is how you have served others kind of looking oh, back yeah, on his life. That's great. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. This next one I like a lot. Okay. I think it's a really interesting quote. Yeah. Um, food is the currency of love. It just builds relationships and it builds community. Wow. So I, I, of course, I would think that that was Bill Seymour, but I, these are all from second season. Is that right? Yes, these are all from second season. Okay. Hmm. I am not sure. Um, wow. You've already mentioned this person in our episode so far. Really? Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, was that Brendan then? It was Brendan. Oh, yes. Okay. He was talking about at this particular juncture in the conversation, his neighbors, and he said, you know, oh, if I, if yeah. I want to give them money... Um, they won't yes. take money. Like if you they want to thank them for helping it. you, they won't take money. But food is the currency mm. of love. Like you can't give money as currency, but you can mm-hmm. feed people and take food to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went on to say that that just builds relationship and it builds community. So that that was oh, where that's yeah. from. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was mm-hmm. such a neat aspect of of that culture. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Our next one. Okay. Having loss makes you treasure other moments and other people even more. Mm. You're like, okay, I better make this count. Oh, that, that sounds like maybe something Sean would say. Yep. You're right. That was exactly what Sean <laughs> yeah. said. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Episode on grief. Very good. Well yeah, done. That was so good. Yeah, really. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, I'm glad that you didn't quote me because I would have been so embarrassed if I got one of my own quotes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, yeah. Boy, I think all of these could be on some calendar on some quote of the day thing. They're all really very impactful. I, I really appreciate that you've taken the time to bring oh, yeah. this up again. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, well, if it's okay, um, I have three more and they're okay. just, and it's limited to you 
me and Ken. Oh, no. So, so if it's not putting you too much on the spot, you can guess whether it was okay. you or whether it was me or it was Ken who said this. So, <laughs> okay. all right. Um, okay. It is important to be vulnerable and real and open to people around you and open to God and to take one day at a time. And that one day at a time phrase is maybe a hint. Um, if you think about where the, which episode it came from and mm-hmm. which of us mm-hmm. might have said that. Do you remember like one day at a time is important for a certain um, <clears throat> spirituality that we've talked about in one of our episodes? Um, uh, let's see, boy. <laughs> it's, um, let me give you another hint. When Kai was here and we went ah. to Akron, there was um, a chapel that yeah, we stopped yeah, by yeah. and the chapel had a display oh. dedicated to this um, oh, spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That? Um then is, is it the um the 12 steps program? 12 steps program? Yeah. So it would have probably the, been with it you then? <laughs> yeah. It was me. Yeah. yeah okay, it was good. Me, yeah, good. Um yeah. talking oh, that was in nice. relation to my my grandfather and how he used to say oh, yeah. I'm I'm trying to live one day at a time and that was mm-hmm. a really important part of his spirituality and that was inspired by going through the 12 step program. Yes. Oh, right. All right. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, this next one, uh, these next two, now it's down to okay. you and Ken. I know. <laughs> you have a 50-50 chance. Um, these are both um, from our most popular Northern Exposure episode. Um, oh, wow. Okay, yeah, cool. So, um, so this is, here it is. Everything is more fun when you're watching it in a group. Uh, yeah. I know that that one was from... Um, it, Ed said that episode. I said that, and I think that I, I think that I said that. Yes. Yes. Okay. You, you quoted <laughs> yeah, Ed. Right. Yes. Yeah, well done. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So okay. And then had Ken, a little bit of. And then Ken said in that yep. same mm-hmm. episode, ultimately, it's a decision about marrying a friend and being a friend and having mm-hmm. that loving, intimate relationship that's going to provide some happiness. So oh wow! That a, oh, nice that's quote. really nice one. Oh yeah! yeah. Wow! Yeah. Ooh, those are good. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much, Barney. You did a great job identifying the quotes. <laughs> yes. And thank you very much. Yeah. I think you, you've got many more than I would have gotten if, if, if we had flipped it. So, <laughs> sure. so maybe next year we can, okay. we can do that. You know, you can, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. quiz me or something, yeah. but, um, right. but thank you, Barney, for, for um, two years of this journey. I really oh, yeah. have enjoyed it. Um, and I'm really looking forward to what's next. For our podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm so excited and um i i'm i'm i hope that you're excited everyone out there is excited too for topics and the guests that we will have on and um how about for some final thoughts from you jacob yes um i just want to thank our audience for staying with us all, all of this time and if you ever would like to share something like please do and we're grateful for you and we look forward to next time so until then goodbye